0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into podcast room 303, A wicked, wicked. also Revenge of the Pod. This is our 2023 year-in-review episode. We have with us two members of 303, two members of Revenge of the Pod, and we'll be getting into nine categories across the board, from instances like movies, shows, podcasts, video games, albums, songs, surprise, disappointment, and sports moment. Without further ado, let me introduce everyone to you. We have Luigi Orozco. At the top of the screen from Revenge of the Pod, we have Jason Escudero at the bottom of the screen from Revenge of the Pod. yeah, myself, Trevenko Lomendez, and as always, we have with us the D-E-P-E. Uh, how are you doing this evening, Luigi?
1: Doing good, man. Glad to be here. I'm excited for year-end. I definitely wanted to get this out to the listeners, so just excited to be here, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'll explain the format here in a little bit, but let's check in with you. Uh, how are you doing this evening, Jason?
2: Uh, doing,
1: it
0: doesn't uh, matter with your Rudy Poo candy yeah. All right, just kidding,
2: go ahead Shut up, bitch uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Doing great, dude. doing great uh, Getting ready for the holidays, going back to Texas Hopefully, I still don't know I haven't asked you yet, but hopefully like, I might see you down there, you know
0: No, it's a it's a no-go for me gonna Oh, okay. on couch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting on my couch uh, Living the dream, nice and quiet Do what I want, play what I want just, I'm just kidding. How are you doing this evening, Eric? Uh,
3: doing good, man. Striving and thriving, baby. Uh, I'm actually hyped to be visiting Luigi tomorrow, bro. Boys' weekend. Let's go. I'm pretty hyped. Um, it's gonna be legendary, dude. The boys are back in town, back in Texas. It's
1: gonna dude, be great, dude. Churches. Anyway, we'll talk about that later, too. <laughs> All
0: right, like, a, like, a, so who? sorry, who was that?
2: No, I'm just singing the song that Luigi was singing. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Get out of here with this nonsense. All right. So year in review, we have the nine categories. Uh, we'll, we're calling them the roomies. We have the roomies to hand out as always. And to the, We did a little different this year. We have our nine categories. Um, everyone in the 303 sphere has provided a list. So you, uh, Nick, Nevada, Luigi, Jason, Eric, and myself have all provided inputs. Uh, so, there is a total of 60 points that could be awarded to the number one movie of the year. Uh, And and they're listed one through 10. And if you're the number one movie, you get 10 points. If you're the number 10 movie, you get one point and you take an aggregate from the six individuals and then you get this one master list. So that's actually how we ended up with the list that we have here uh, for film. So if you're joining us on YouTube, first of all, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Like comment, subscribe, but, uh, we're doing uh, movies here. And uh, so I'll just go through the top 10 with the number of points they they got out of 60. And then we can discuss from there. So uh, number one movie coming in for 2023 is Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse with 36 points. And you know what? I probably should have done 10 to one, but it's already on YouTube. So uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, n- number two is Oppenheimer, 33 points. Number three is The Covenant, 31 points. Number four is Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, uh, 26 points. Tied for fifth, we have Barbie and Super Mario Brothers, the movie, at uh, 20 points. Coming in at seventh, we have te- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem with 16 points. Tied for eighth, you have uh, Equalizer 3 and Hunger Games Uh, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes with 14 points. And coming in at number 10, you have Whale um, at 10 points. So some of you may be saying, well, Whale came out in 2022. Yeah, it came out December 21st of uh, (laughs) 2022. So that still fell in the criteria that I was kind of going with. So if it's December, it's December to December. As we're recording right now, what is it? December 19th. So, you know, Aquaman may shoot up everyone's list, he said jokingly uh you never know but uh so without further ado what are your thoughts on this list we'll start with you jason
2: i'm kind of surprised with uh teenage mutant ninja turtles being so low in my opinion at number seven um yeah only only
0: only two of six only two of the six actually voted for this one so
2: okay yeah well that makes sense i know um take take into account some of the movies uh, that we didn't see. Um, I didn't see a lot of the movies that are on this list, as you guys can see. Well, pro- you might not have seen, but, um, yeah, I'm not surprised that Spider-Man was number one. Uh, the only thing that I get, like my only down thing on that one is left us on a, like a major cliffhanger, <laughs> the biggest, the biggest blue balls that we have seen in theater <laughs> so far, <laughs> Infinity War. And, uh, you know they left us on a hanger and left us talking about it we're like are you fucking serious <laughs> uh, Oppenheimer uh I know you I know you have your uh your 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 uh, thoughts on it but I thought it was a great film I thought it was um I wouldn't say it's his magnum opus like uh some of our friends would say but I thought it was definitely Christopher Nolan just just keeps improving on his uh you know s- cinematography and just uh working with his actors and it looked like his Honestly, I, I liked every performance from all those actors. But yeah, definitely Spider-Man, top of the list for me. That was my number one. And uh, I can't wait for the second
3: one.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think Spider-Man, I'm not surprised Spider-Man's here. Everyone voted for it. These Spider-Man movies are <laughs> largely acclaimed, which is ironic when it comes to uh, you know Sony and their Marvel, <laughs> Marvel products. So <laughs> Luigi, any thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I mean, personally, as a big Spider-Man fan, I think it's the best Spider-Man movie, live action, or cartoon that has been made. It also brings comic art to life in a way that I've never seen before. I mean, everyone's copying it now, right? Even Disney, with Wish, is trying to copy the like canvas art or any kind of painting art to the screen with uh, 3D animation as well. And just they keep surprising us and they keep doing great things with the artwork, the storyline. I think they made everybody fall in love with Miles Morales more than they already liked him, at least more than the comic readers already liked him. So now every – Miles Morales is like a household name at this point because of those movies. So that's pretty cool. I definitely, definitely enjoyed this movie. It was my number one as well.
0: (laughs) All right, Eric, your thoughts? Any thoughts? Not just number one, but on the overall list?
3: Yeah, no, no. So, um, solid list. Um, You know, me and you, surprisingly, we pretty much see everything that comes out if we miss a movie here or there. So, we're seeing the majority of this list, and and I like it. Um, A couple question marks. Um, I don't genuinely believe that anybody on this list um, – you know what? I'm not going to start to slander. I just think Barbie's way higher than it should be. Um, and then I also think *Hunger Games* and the ballad—sorry, *Hunger Games*—the ballad of songbirds and snakes. Um, for it to be an eighth with only 14 points, uh, people must have just not seen it. That's what it has to be, because it was one of the best movies of the year. It was freaking <coughs> phenomenal. Um, and then I just want to touch on something Luigi said about Miles Morales, and 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 the lore is starting to grow, and people are starting to love him. Um, and you know, we'll talk about this a little bit later as well, possibly. But um, even in the video games, he's a badass. Right? Even in the video games, the Spider-Man, the, like the video games, he's fun to play with. Um, they really are growing that that character. I agree with everything. I, it's number two for me. Covenant is my favorite movie of the year. It's not what anything that I've seen Guy Ritchie do. Um, it, he made a movie in a completely different fashion than he traditionally does. He rushed the end. That's been the biggest critique of that movie. But had he not rushed the end of that movie, it might have been a top 10 movie of all time for me. So uh mission impossible legendary scenes in that movie uh uh, namona luigi that's on your list nobody else has that what is that
1: uh it's another animated flick very much in the style of like netflix's new style that they did with arcane uh blue-eyed samurai it's like 3d also meets animation it looks a little different from what spider-verse looks like but it's about this uh girl who can turn into different creatures and I mean, apart, it's a kids movie, so it's it's about bullying and depression too. But wow. it's just a really good story to follow, and it's it's definitely Outcast. She's got her own style. She's not she's not the conventional uh, I'd say not the conventional girly girl uh, female lead. Okay. She has definitely like got some rough edges, and she's fun to watch. My daughter loved it. Uh, it was just a It was a good kids' movie to watch. I wasn't annoyed watching it. I'd watch it again.
3: Nice. Yeah. I was just curious. It made your list. It was, It was. you know, um, nobody else's list. So I wanted to, you know, I was just curious about it. I'll definitely peep it and check it out. But that's one of the few on this list that I haven't seen. That and The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Um, I just don't do cool. horror movies, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's vampires, dude. Vampires aren't horror. Horror,
3: okay? You could die from a vampire. It's a horror movie. <laughs>
2: I'm sure you, you watch.
3: Could,
0: you could die from in speed, too. Is that a horror movie? No, dude,
3: I could survive a bus crash.
0: You could survive a. a, motor, <laughs> a <motor. laughs> yeah,
3: 100%. I can't survive a vampire. I'm fucked. I'm cooked, dude.
0: You, there are so many ways to beat a vampire garlic, but silver, you, you and You can a cross, walk right? away from a massive bus crash, I an wanna, explosion. Yeah. There's bombs rigged on it. Like you can walk away from that, but night vampires, night. You know, you have no shot.
3: No shot, dude. Unless I walk outside in the sunlight.
0: <laughs> so you I'll have. Take a my shot. So you have. Like I'm on the list of things I'm not worried about a vampire. <laughs> I would be more worried of werewolves
3: than vampires, personally. Nah, I'm one with the wolves, dude. I'm. I'm you know, I speak their <laughs> language. Ah, uh, all right. <laughs> what,
2: what is happening? I mean, uh, wolves hunt in packs, and uh, you seem like a very lone wolf yourself. Who, me? Yeah.
3: I can't do anything by myself, Jason. What are you talking about? <laughs>
2: you Whale. To- is- wolf, you know what I'm saying? Have you
0: guys all seen Whale? I'm yeah. I'm changing this one. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> We've gone off the deep end on that
2: one. Uh, with our with our boy, what's his name? Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, yeah. The, the mummy, here. dude. Yeah, the mummy. Um, I still want to see it. I haven't seen it. Uh, I hear nothing but great things about it, though. uh Our girl Homeboy, uh Sydney, what's her name? Sydney something. She plays Max in Stranger Things.
0: uh oh yeah, I mean she's mean, a daughter in it. Yeah, I don't yeah, know she's anything. a daughter.
2: Yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard she did a great job in that. In her performance as well.
0: Yeah, everyone in that movie acted their asses off, which is funny. Those December movies always end up getting left off these lists because of when they're created, like. It, it would have been on my list last year and I, i'm not even sure
2: um one movie that i'm excited for that's coming up is the iron claw i'm i hear i'm i'm so pumped for it i i'm, I'm gonna go see it this weekend um it might have been on this list if hopefully it hopefully it's as good as everyone's saying right now critics but I, i'm so excited for that for the iron claw that oh, wrestling cool. movie with uh, kevin Moneric, the the Kevin Monerics? Is that oh, dude, I want to
3: see that movie so badly. And we had a chance to see an early screening of it, and I <laughs> fucked it up. I dropped the ball, dude. I'm so <laughs> mad at myself because I want to see that movie so badly.
2: With uh Zach Efron and uh, the, the main actor from The Bear. I forget his name.
3: <coughs> I just call him. I know it's not even his Maryland name. Maryland.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the one. His uh, name is Lip.
2: Any shameless fans? Yeah.
0: No. Oh
2: no, yeah, but I hear that like a lot of women love him and Shameless, so that's that's funny you say that. Uh, that's definitely
3: if you haven't seen it, a binge. Go back and binge it. Show it's a great show. I didn't.
0: I
2: got into like
0: season nine or ten or something, and it started getting like ah, I probably should have ended this, but <laughs> it was a really good show. Yeah. It's like Dexter. Dexter over. Dexter was fantastic, but overstayed its welcome. So
2: it did, and I like that they redid it a few years back. Well, uh, one more season. And it was a way better ending than the way they ended it the first time. Wait,
0: this new season of Dexter?
2: Yeah, yeah uh, they ended it way better than they did the first time.
0: And it's over again?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not going to be another.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust <laughs> me, bro. Right. It's finished. It's finished. It's,
2: o- it's over.
0: <laughs> uh, anything else on this? What is the wonderful story of Henry Sugar? So it's a Roald Dahl short story
1: that got made by Wes Anderson on Netflix. He did a bunch of like shorts of Roald Dahl, uh, short, uh, stories and he did short films and I watched that one. And it's just really, you, you've seen Wes Anderson stuff. Like he's, he's made his movies to a craft, uh, his craft to a point where it's just, it is mesmerizing to watch and he didn't write it. So it makes a little more sense. Uh, not to hate on Wes Anderson, I just saw I saw Asteroid City, and I was like, "This is a disjointed movie. Like they didn't, he didn't, <coughs> he just cared about making it look cool." Uh, but <laughs> wonderful story of Henry Sugar, it all pulls together because the writing is already there. I, I would definitely advise it. It's only like thirty-seven minutes. I would definitely advise a watch. It's a quick watch. Right. I do to
2: shout out uh, Cocaine Bear. <clears throat> Was not expecting it for it to be that entertaining. Um, it, dude, it was. It gave you what you wanted. You know, you saw the trailers and you're just like, all right, this bear's going to fuck some shit up. He's doing some cocaine. And um, it did not disappoint. Um, I just want to shout that one out. And also Mario Bros. Uh, I know it's kind of uh, overhyped and stuff like that, but it was very surprising to me personally. Um, and it's kind of nice that Nintendo's kind of going into the movie industry uh, kind of trying to compete with Disney the same thing with Barbie. I know we didn't like it, but Mattel's trying to get into the movie industry now too. so it's like all right Disney step up your shit and other like um big companies right as far as their product goes um Kind of really like all right we gotta we gotta really actually try with these movies so hopefully we just get some better quality stuff. So I think that's why I kind of like Mario Brothers I'm kind of excited. They played a lot of homage to a lot of the video games growing up in the 90s. So I loved it. So shout out to those movies. I just
1: want to say, um, I, <laughs> I'm i like probably the the lone opinion here. I feel like Mario actually should have gone a little bit lower. Um, not too much. But I think Mutant Mayhem is better than Mario. is It's interesting how the points played out. I do like Barbie. I think I'm the only one in this panel that liked Barbie. So
0: it I'm is. like, I'm good I, with that I one. I, I didn't watch it.
1: Oh, okay, okay. And I do wish uh, more people had put Godzilla minus one on that list. I thought that movie was fantastic. I was sitting in it and I've told multiple people this. Like, I was sitting watching the movie and I was like, am I about to cry in a Godzilla movie? Like, what the fuck is happening? I should not be
0: wanting to cry in a Godzilla movie. I thought it was good. I felt it was overacted in, in parts where they wanted it to feel more dramatic. And then also, you're. The the first word in the name of the movie says Godzilla and Godzilla shows up in the movie for like 10 minutes. So, I mean, not saying the movie's bad, but that's, it's, you just use Godzilla in name only. (laughs) So I thought it was a good movie though. I agree. I thought it was really good. Just watched that the other day.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was a really good metaphor for the bomb and the after effects. I was like, dang, Y'all made, I know that's what the original meaning of Godzilla was supposed to be, but they really, they did a good job of reminding us of that one.
0: That was pretty cool. Yeah, that, that was one thing that I thought they did a good job with that. And it felt much more traditional to the older Godzillas, which was fire. But, um, no, nah, I think the, I think the new Godzillas that they're making over here with Legendary are getting too much hate. I love the lore that they're building on with the underwater temples and all that stuff and the kaijus. I think it's pretty sick yeah uh but sorry go ahead
1: i would agree i think my my only issue with those is the is a little bit of the writing but i do like the world building and i like the character designs i do like that
0: yeah i will i will say like the the, like you don't haven't you haven't cared for any of the human characters in those movies (laughs) so they really kind of dropped the ball on that (laughs) yeah uh so has anyone seen this movie reptile with Benicio Del Toro, Justin Timberlake, and Alicia Silverstone?
1: I started it. Oh, asleep.
0: So it's on Netflix, and Nevada has seen it, and it's on, It's his top, It's top. number 10 on his top 10 list. So I just wanted to spotlight that one because I haven't seen it. And it, Grant Singer directed it. Benicio Del Toro helped ride it with Grant Singer.
1: I want to see that movie. We've had it on our list for yeah. quite a while now. I'm just like, we got to get to it. We got to get to it.
0: <laughs> you Maybe gotta get to right it for sure there. now now that's on the top uh for
2: 2023. What was that, Jaber? He made me watch um that one movie with uh Julia Roberts and um uh, Kevin Bacon and Marsha Hull Ali. When like,
0: the like world
2: leave the world behind.
0: Leave the world behind, yeah.
2: Yeah, um and people have been talking about it online, bro. And honestly, I don't see the hype for it. <laughs> um Jamie, Jamie liked it. Um, I didn't. It, I thought it was like uh the <laughs> So, so the happening, Jesus, yes, it's like it. the happening, bro. And, and honestly, in the happening, more stuff happened.
3: David, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I read an article on that movie, yeah. and um, what one of the things that it said about that movie is that it's supposed to be something that generates conversation as far as um, social media and entertainment's place in our society. Oh, and so not necessarily the greatest movie, but when they were writing it, they were writing it to speak specifically about what they think is probably <laughs> our biggest society, our biggest societal issue right now, which is society is dominated by entertainment and living in a fantasy land, and everybody wants to be like this person on TV and shit. So um, I haven't seen it yet, but that article did interest, interest me and make me want to watch it more, but I have heard a lot of just – it's slow – and kind of the ending is kind of just it just happens like it just comes out of nowhere and happens so I get I get that there's a lot of hate on it but I'm interested in to see what the what it is because I do want to see what what I just want to see how I interpret it and what I perceive from it given on what they said they were trying to portray in the movie I want to see how what I take away from it oh yeah no I
2: I totally I totally understand that and like the the symbolism and all that stuff but there's like moments where like what happens at the end and like you kind of figure out what happened. It doesn't make sense as to what happens in some parts of the movie is like, how does this happen? Because of that? Like yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe there's maybe, uh, these animals understand a lot more than we do. It's just so you definitely have to interpret it some way, but honestly, I think it could have just been done a little bit better. That's, just, that's it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think, uh, we've set our piece on the, uh, you know, top 10 movies. And uh, for those of you who want to see the full list, there's 31 unique entries for the movies this this year. Uh, follow us on YouTube. You can check this out. Um, last thing I want to do is just give a little plot for Reptile, then we'll move on. So uh, Tom Nichols is a hardened New England detective, unflinching in his pursuit of a case where nothing is as it seems, and it begins to dismantle the illusions in his own life. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine getting like getting paid to write that. That'd be so fire. Let's move on to television shows. All right. So for, for this television show, uh, for those of you not watching on YouTube, I'll go ahead and start from 10th and then uh, move my, move on up. So tied for 10th, you have The Morning Show and Painkiller. Uh, tied for 9th, you have Invincible, One Piece, and Reacher. Tied for eighth, you have Reservation Dogs, The Continental, Fall of the House of Usher. Tied for seventh, you have Monarch and Silo. Tied for six, I'm sorry, six, you have Succession. Uh, What season of Succession? Four. Season four. four. Uh, Five, you have Gen V, Season one. uh, Four, you have Loki, Season two. Three, you have Beef, the miniseries on Netflix. Two, you have Last of Us. Uh, This is Season one only, correct? Mm hmm. Yes, sir. And then uh Bear season two came in as the resounding winner with 46 points. Uh
3: thoughts on this. So Let's we'll start with you, Eric. Uh thoughts. Uh the Bear was definitely um, you know, throughout various group chats with the homies. Um, it seemed like this was gonna be in the top five for most people. Um, it's the highest vote getter out of or point getter out of any category uh that we have. Um Great show. Um, I'm sure I'll let everybody else talk about it, Um, but it is great. So last of us, uh, but I want to talk about for me personally, something that I don't think is getting a lot of love or enough love lately is Apple TV plus. So on my list, um, uh, so so all the Apple TV shows that are on here, right? So Monarch tied at seventh silo tied at seventh. Um, sorry, the morning show tied at 10th. And then further on down, we have for all Mankind. um, Severance. Severance, uh, Slow Horses, and Invasion should be on there somewhere. Invasion. Um, Apple TV is killing it. Silo is by far my favorite show of the year. Uh, Bear was second for me. I love Silo. I love the books. I think they did a great job You know, from what was in the books to putting it on screen. Um, I think they're, they did a great job with the cast. Tim Robbins is in it. There's a lot of people. It's a lot of those actors where you don't know their name outside of Tim Robbins because it's Tim freaking Robbins. But as soon as you see him, you'll recognize him and just great show. It's about a, a community that uh, after the uh, – there's like a nuclear attack or something that happens on Earth and people can't breathe the air, so they all move into the silo. Um, they take away any artifacts from the past. They try to erase the history. They don't want people knowing about the outside. Uh, and then sure enough, you know, people start discovering the truth and there's a whole plot and a whole conspiracy and uh, just a phenomenal show. Uh, number one for me. I'm sad. I, I sad it dropped all the way down to seventh. But I mean, you can't really argue with The Bear, Last of Us, Beef. Um, I thought Beef would even be higher than maybe Last of Us because so many people love that show. Uh, but solid list. Definitely, if you haven't seen stuff on this list, go check it out. Uh, Apple TV Plus. If you don't have a subscription, it might be worth getting it. Uh, plus, you can watch MLS on it if you're if you're a football fan. Uh, but definitely, if anything, if there's anything you take away from this, is watch Silo. It was the best show of the year. My
2: Eric, I do have a quick question. What uh, what is silo about? Oh, dude, I'm gonna stab right. you! Sorry, right. I was uh, I was looking up some other stuff real quick because you're like silo. Let me let me search this up. So you already said that. My bad. Still, I did. I ready? did say
3: what it is. You my motherfucking bad. twat! And he's, he, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he's full of shit. Uh, if you're not on YouTube, you can't see the giant smile on his face. He was listening.
2: I am listening, but I was also looking up some stuff real quick, so that's my fault, bro. Don't I'll just I'll
3: just send you the trailer in the text chats, bro. All
2: right, sounds sounds good. I actually I'll look it up right now myself. So thank you. Right. I do want to plug
1: uh, Apple TV Plus as well. Like <laughs> Lasso just ended, but I see Ted Lasso's on there. Uh, it's just they don't have a ton a ton of content, but most mm-hmm. of the content that they have has great actors. Good writing. I mean, they've thrown some money into this streaming service. I would highly recommend if you have not seen it. Severance was a fantastic watch uh, for all mankind. It's in season four at this point. I'm enjoying the I'm enjoying Severance a lot. Monarch I've enjoyed not as much as the other two, but I have enjoyed it. It's it's a fun watch. It's like it's like going to watch a Godzilla movie. You know, I mean, it's a fun watch. So. Yeah, I agree with you, Eric. They've got they've got some amazing stuff. I wanted to plug Shrinking. I really want to see that Jason Siegel Harrison Ford show as well.
3: Yeah. I, it's, so it's in the queue, but there's just so much. It's funny because with Apple TV, like with Hulu, you spend hours going through and trying to find stuff with Netflix, but it's like almost everything on Apple TV, if you just give it a shot, you'll like it. Like they have that Lakeith Stanfield show, that, and I'm, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this, but it's the Changeling or the Changeling? No,
0: it's, you said it right the first time.
3: Changeling? Okay, so they have the Changeling – looks freaking phenomenal uh monarch Godzilla stuff awesome uh, but they also have um, uh and I know everybody hates her what's the lady from from the Marvels Brie uh Brie Larson Bri Larson. Larson she has a show on Apple TV that's getting amazing reviews and lastly something at work that all the girls talk about I won't ever Wait, watch you know? it but what? the Buccaneers um oh. girls love that show I don't know what I don't know I didn't I've never even watched a trailer for it I've seen it on Apple TV. It's highly rated, but it's like about some American girls that go to Britain or the or go to the UK. I don't know. It's like it's a time period show, but <laughs> honestly, everything on Apple TV is, has been excellent as far as as what I've seen so far.
0: Lessons in Chemistry, by the way. Lessons That's in Chemistry. Thank you. Styles,
1: a one. Yeah, it um,
3: does look good.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Apple. I don't know. Apple TV just turns me off for some reason. I don't know what it is. I was just talking about the other day, and I was like, "I." there's no explanation for it. But every time I'm on Apple TV, I don't want to click on any of their stuff. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is at all. Uh, let's see. Jason, you want to give us your thoughts on this list?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, my my number one show was Beef. Um, I absolutely love the show. It was uh, I, was t- I was talking to you, Jermaine, earlier. My one through seven is pretty much interchangeable. I was having a really tough time, like, what should be my number one. Um, I ended up going with beef only because it just kind of, every episode, it kind of, I ended up binge watching it. Well, we didn't end up binge watching it. We It took us two days to watch all the episodes. Um, but it felt like very Atlanta vibe um, and just, like, very demeaning t- to each episode and uh, within each character. And it kind of just shows like um, everyone's going through something. And within those moments of a, like a simple road rage, it kind of builds up to certain different things. So it's just like it, it could happen to anybody. You, you don't know what these people are going through uh, through these situations. So maybe someone's having an off day and you're having an off day and then you bump into each other. And then all of a sudden you want to kill each other. Uh, doesn't go to that point, but like it's just very, very intense. Um Another show that I was really impressed with too was also uh, Swarm. Um, I think it was directed and produced by Childish Gambino. One of the two. It could be one of the two. I can't remember. But uh, another show where I feel like it's very Atlanta-ish. But it just kind of shows a side of like how obsessive uh, someone can be over like uh, a musician. Um, And it's just like obsessions with like, with everything. In every episode, like uh, the main character, her hair changes. So like, it kind of just shows like, her like uh involvement ev- of like how crazy she starts getting. Um, Billy Eilish shows up in uh, one and two of the episodes and uh for her first uh acting gig, amazing job, dude. I was blown away. Um One of, so those shows were amazing. Ted Lasso, honestly, man, like, I, I binge watched Ted Lasso this year. So season one through three was all kind of like one for me. So I had to put it up there just because, it was just a feel-good movie um, show. Sorry, not movie. Um, and uh, yeah, Jason Sudeikis and the, all the other characters, I just like loved every single one of them. Uh, even uh, Nate the Great, you hated You loved him at first, hated him, and loved him again. It, it's just, uh, I don't know, just some things that you want in a show. Uh, another one that was pretty surprising to me was based on a true story. I think, uh, Jermaine, you recommended that one to me. Uh, people... that people that are obsessed with a murder podcast. I'm one of them. I love murder podcasts and, uh, just, uh, kind of like making fun of it, but like making a killer a part of it. It was hilarious, dude. And, uh, also winning time, um, season two was great for me, uh, just cause I'm a Lakers fan. And it's just like the story of, uh, you know, um, Magic Johnson and like him in the, in the, in the, uh, showtime area. But also what I really loved about season two this year was they also followed along with Larry Bird's story. I had no idea that his father killed himself and stuff like that. So you kind of show like the, the bad, the, not like the side of uh, Larry Bird and how different magic was from Larry Bird and how they ended up starting to become friends at the end. They canceled it. They're not going to renew a uh, season three, which is unfortunate because I, I could see where it was building. John C. Riley did an amazing performance. Uh, the character that played uh, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, both amazing. Uh, Jason Siegel as uh, the coach that got fired ends up getting fired where uh, Pat Riley takes over, played by Adrian Brody, was amazing. Uh, Even the daughter played by uh, – I forgot her name, but they were all amazing, and, like, the style of it was just absolutely amazing, bro. Um, So those – are I just wanted to highlight some of those shows, but uh, The Bear Season 2 was fucking amazing. Invincible Season 2 blew me away. It's just great – great writing every character uh to me personally like even even the side characters all have an arc which is amazing you hardly see that in a, a lot of the shows which where i where i recommend uh, invincible season 2 is just every single character yeah something happens but they they're going to tie into the story somehow which is awesome gen v i think is a better version of the boys in my opinion uh I, every character i think is just again building their arc in their own way, and also you kind of get the boys, and it's kind of is it, it's kind of like a season season three point five for the boys, uh, which uh, which is nice. And Succession, I watched Succession all, all all seasons one through four. Amazing! I love the way they ended it. I love who ended up being the successor at the end. Um, there's a lot of characters that I hated, but I loved, uh, which is which is nice. Uh, in shows you have to hate some characters you know i don't know you can't just love all the characters because you're like you want to root for them but you can't but uh yeah that's just a quick overview for for me my man's (laughs) went through every yeah (laughs) i had to bro i had to i'm sorry (laughs) i just love the shows this year 2022.
0: tell me you watch a lot of television without telling me you watch a lot of television (laughs) 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 what were you gonna say on this luigi
1: I was going to say you don't like anybody on that show. That's uh, almost almost no one. Especially none of the
3: family. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a roller coaster. At one point you hate everybody, at one point you kind of love everybody. But the overall theme yeah. for the show is I can't stand these people.
0: I watched like but the first 6 watching. episodes and I understand the hype. I can't answer why I haven't gone back and watched the rest of the show though. I don't there's so there's something going on with me. I don't know why, but I, I think it's fitting that they canceled Winning Time, though, Jason, because they ended it on a Celtics championship, and it really warms my heart that they did that.
2: Yeah, yeah, that really fucking silenced of- <laughs> <laughs> you, <a> troll man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I just I want to spotlight one show since Jason pretty much talked about all of them, uh, but Twisted Metal, uh, Twisted Metal with Anthony Mackie on um, Peacock. On Peacock, uh, Peacock. Uh, look—you're not going for you're not going to that show to, to win awards, right? You're not trying to get Emmys or anything like that. But the tone, the humor, the audacity of the kills, uh, and just the overall writing of that whole script, and then the lead into the next season—they did a fantastic job with a with a cult classic childhood video game. And I honestly can't wait to see where it goes from here. I was concerned that it was going to suck, like it was going to be too cheesy, too campy. It's the perfect amount of cheesy and campy because it fits so well with what they're doing to it. And Anthony Mackie, the guy who always looks like he knows something, right? He always knows the secret. Anthony Mackie is the perfect casting for John Doe in this show. Uh, just his smile, his demeanor, the way he can—he banter[s] with everyone. It's very much Spider-Man quipping. Uh, so I will say you should definitely uh, check that out. There. Uh, does anyone else want to touch on any of these uh, movies or shows?
1: I wanted to—I wanted to highlight on a couple. First <laughs> off, way to make a spinoff limited series that could be several movies with the Continental. Again, Peacock, shout out to you. Like, that was really well made. The action in it was fantastic. I enjoyed the characters. I was suddenly really invested in all of these people. And it was, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a watch. It's like two hours. And what is it? Three episodes? Two
0: hours? Right? No. So each episode is about an hour and some change. So each episode is essentially a 90s movie. Right when movies were a reasonable length of time, they used to be 80 to 100 minutes. You knew what you were in for, you didn't have to plan your whole goddamn evening around it. Yeah, that's what this continental is it's three parts of like 80s to 90s, like 80 minute movies is kind of how it is.
1: And it has some grit, man. I mean, I, I like what they did with it. Um, I did want to shout out the only anime on this list, I think.
0: Nah, not, Scavenger's nah. Reign is on there as well. Oh, Scavenger, okay.
1: I did not know what that one was, so fair enough. But Blue-Eyed Samurai has one of the best fight sequences I've seen in a show. I would highly recommend y'all watch that show. That It's like Kill Bill meets anime, which is not too far off, right? Like All of those old-school kung fu shows definitely Kill Bill meets Kill meets Bill. Anime. Kill Bill, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely a Kill Bill type of film or film type of show, and it was ah uh, that was one of the funnest shows I've watched this year. That one, I really enjoyed Beef. I I ran through Beef um, very recently. Uh, shout out to Jason for watching it when it actually came out, like in March, because I've been. St- saying I wanted to watch it for several months and I just never got around to it that show the, the things they do with the writing in that show and the situations it's, it's very uh, nuanced the way they show that one decision can affect so many people and change their actions whether or not they are a good or a bad person it will change their actions and your perception of them because of what they have to do or what they think they have to do in order to survive I thought that was one of the more interesting aspects of beef.
0: I do want to watch it. I I don't. I wanted to check it out. I just haven't done it. Um, But just to spotlight Scavengers Reign. So Scavengers Reign is an HBO Max, or actually, sorry, I didn't mean a dead name. It's a Max original. Uh, anime so it's a 12 part anime series and it uh follows a damaged uh cargo ship landing on a planet with tons of like uh flora and fauna right running around and all all the shit's dangerous uh there's three groups that end up intersecting together um and over those 12 episodes it is gorgeous to look at and the story itself is fantastic um the reception to it as well like the acclaim uh i think it has like a 100 percent audience score on rotten tomatoes and then it's a eight, like an 8.7 out of 10 as well um this I'm, this anime is fantastic you can get on the ground level it's 12 episodes uh, i've been watching a ton of anime lately so uh, you know th- this is one that i highly recommend uh there's also, Netflix keeps churning around as well. But if we have nothing else for shows, uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next category, which is video games, if I'm not mistaken. All right. So we'll get into video games. Uh, similar to the last read-off, we'll go 10 to 1. <laughs> I think we only had 11 – or 12 unique submissions on this list. Um, my group of friends likes to call themselves gamers. And then when you ask them to play games, they say, nah, but we'll play Halo. <laughs> and so that's, they try to get Halo on this list. I call it shenanigans. And so here we are. We'll go ahead and start at the bottom. Coming in at number 10, we have Remnant 2 with one point. Uh, coming in at nine, we have Armored Core 6 uh, for two points. Uh, then we have at eight Super Mario RPG with three points, seven Super Mario Wonder with four points, Final Fantasy 16 with six points, Hogwarts Legacy with seven points at five. Tied for fourth, you have Diablo 4, seems pretty fitting, and Marvel Spider Man 2 with nine points. At number three, you have Tied on some shenanigans Tears of the Kingdom and Party Animals. <laughs> Both game of the year nominees. I'm just talking crap. Uh, you have Number two, Starfield at 15 points. And then at number one, uh, with a double-digit blowout, you have Star Wars Jedi Survivor, 27 points. Uh, We'll turn it over to Eric, who is probably the second biggest gamer on this chat right now.
3: (laughs) Well, I have played five of the games on here, uh, and I will say um, all solid, but for me, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, um, (sighs) outside of the one thing that I couldn't beat, um, probably one of the best games I've ever played. I was not a gamer growing up. I, I, I had every system. I, te- I tended to only play sports games, and I'm hella competitive, and I don't lose well. I don't lose well at all. So I've never gotten... I never really got fully into games, especially ones that were challenging, because I would I refuse to just lose at things, so I would just... I'd rather not do it than lose. But, you know, moving out here with Jermaine, living here, being around it, starting to be exposed to it more and playing more. Uh, I got lost in some games, dude. Um, Spider-Man 2... Uh, or Marvel Spider-Man 2 is fourth on this list. I didn't put it on because I didn't play that one. Had I play, had I had a chance to play that one this year because I played the first one and I played Miles Morales, um, that one would have been higher, for sure, because I would have definitely had it probably second on my list because I loved the first game uh, and Miles Morales. I think I beat them both in a week, Jermaine, right? Something like that? In the
0: week leading up to Marvel Spider-Man 2's release, yeah. Eric decided, oh, I got to play the other games and sat there and knocked out both fully-fledged Created games, two games that in. they spent hours on. Eric went and got every little knickknack and beat every story quest you could on Spider Man. My man was sucked
3: in. The, the games are fire, and I can't wait to play this like one. Um, I definitely will be playing it once we cop it. uh Hogwarts Legacy, awesome game. I didn't 100% it because it got repetitive as fuck, but before it got super repetitive, it was a really fun game. I watched Jermaine play Final Fantasy 16. Um, Every time I watch you play one of those games, man, I tell myself I gotta start playing fucking Final Fantasy. <laughs> it just looks so cool, man, and, and just that style of game has been growing on me. Um, and then I've watched him play the Mario games on on the what is it, the Switch? Those look fun as hell. But the ones I can speak to, Jedi Survivor, man, phenomenal game, phenomenal graphics. Not not the easiest game in the world to beat. You're gonna get challenged right unless you unless you put it all the way down to the bottom which I refuse to do cuz I'm trying to be more I'm trying to challenge myself more when it comes to video games like I don't change the user settings and shit anymore so um good yeah yeah I'm done with that I'm done with that but Star yeah. Wars Jedi Survivor if you play any game this year uh definitely play that um Diablo 4 fun for a group of friends Marvel Spider-Man 2 I will be beating that as soon as we get it and then um Remnant 2 was fun but again similar to uh, Games like that—they just get repetitive and old after a while, and you just can't keep Diablo Four got repetitive, and you just—they keep—they release new seasons, but it's the same shit. With you know, they just <laughs> change the names on some stuff and add some color to this to this axe and make it to look different. So you know, but, yeah, that
0: that's the that's what Endgame is now. It's all about you know farming, min, yeah. min maxing gear, and people love to get sucked into that. I get sucked in for a little bit, but I I just can't. Put the hours in like people i'm like yo how the fuck do you guys do everything else like get haircuts and wipe your ass <laughs> <laughs> like how you do it how you do it all that <laughs> i had a question uh, go ahead
1: so armored core six is that the same armored core that was like yes how is it i i literally <laughs> like i have very vivid memories of playing like the versus mode on the playstation when they gave it you know how it came with the playstation I, yeah. I was like, "What? There's, there's a new one? I need to hear
0: about this game." It's so sick, bro! Like, if you, it, it's awesome because it's, it's you're fighting robots against your buddy, right? So it's essentially not a, it's sort of like Halo, right? But you guys have mecha suits, and then you're fighting each other in battle royale style combat or team battle or whatever. Armored Core. Look, if you're a Gundam Wing fan, if you're a Transformers fan, if you like big robots with guns and, and that blow shit up, like, Armored Core 6 is for you. I was actually caught off guard that this was even a game that was coming out. It just dropped, and then uh, PlayStation was like, hey, would you like Armored Core 6, like, as one of your free games? And so I downloaded it as one of my free games, and it's, f- it's so freaking good. Like, it's so good. I... <laughs> It made my list for a reason. I mean, came in at the bottom because this year was so, you know, inundated with video games. There's games that I didn't even play that probably should be on this list, like Baldur's Gate 3. I'm actually going to download after this. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is a Dungeons Dragons-based uh, video game, right? So Baldur's Gate, like the actual stories are based off Dungeons & Dragons, And so you can run around with a team of people trying to complete these missions and stuff. So, you know, people played other stuff. I'd probably get them into it. We'd play some Baldur's Gate 3 and run around be elves and shit. But, uh, no, it's fire. We'd be remiss if we didn't touch on Starfield. Right? Starfield was the big, 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 big Bethesda release. And um, honestly, it lived up to the hype that it generated itself unfortunately the hype machine may have gotten too carried away so when it was delivered people were like oh this all that and i'm like how can you be nitpicking this and that where you have all of this <laughs> you turn over here you have 98 percent of all this awesomeness that people are like this two percent over here is what's and it's made the game terrible it's no good and i'm like bro it's so sick you can Like, the stories are awesome. The world building, they are awesome. They have these – oh, I forget what they're called. But they're like this alien species that's super invasive and feeds off humans. And they can't figure out how they spawn. But every time a new human colony, colony comes, this thing spawns on that planet and destroys it. They lost New London. Like they had to bomb the entire planet and just sacrifice it altogether. Like Starfield was so sick. Like, I I can't get over how good that was. Hogwarts Legacy, I think, because it came out so early in the year, everyone forgot about it. Um, but it, Hogwarts Legacy had a moment for like three months. That was like the only thing anyone was talking about because it was so freaking good. With all the trans BS aside right all that dumb shit aside that everyone tried to bomb this game with and i'm like if you don't want to play it because of that then don't play it but (laughs) don't everyone else is gonna play it and have a good ass time relax it's just a video game and it was awesome they captured the world of harry potter flawlessly and uh yeah, they should be making a second part to that. I can't see that they made so much money off that. I can't see how they don't make it any better. Also, flying on <laughs> the broom was outstanding. It was exactly. just like you could just fly it forever.
1: Dude, go ahead. Go ahead. made non gamers want to play video games.
3: Yeah, true. Uh, speaking of flying, the flying on the on the brooms was dope in 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 uh, Hogwarts Legacy, but. Fucking the whole reason I didn't play Starfield, the you know you do the intro, you set up your character, you're on that first planet, and then you got to jump on the ship and you got to bounce out. And I tried to fly the ship, and it went south for me real quick. And I said, I'm done with this game. I can never <laughs> play this game again. I fucking can't do it, bro. And then I tried to play what game was it? The uh no no man sky no Man's sky uh that the, the people who created that game have another game coming out next year or in 2025 one of the two it looks amazing. The world looks phenomenal. So I was like, "Let me go play their old shit." Um, again, jumped in into spaceship, tried to fly. I was like, "Nope." So me and flying games is just—it's not—it's not something that's he like
0: that he doesn't even try to get better though. <laughs> like he doesn't even try. And then the, he had the audacity to get mad at that flying game, and they'd be like, "Man, you know, what would be really sick because if they made a Star Wars flying game," and I was like, "I have they that do. Star." I was like, <laughs> "I have that Star Wars flying game," and if you think that game is hard as shit to fly, do not Damn. try. Th- this Jason, you tried squadrons?
2: Yes, it's so fucking hard, bro. I I, I gave up. I was hey. like, nah, I'm not doing this shit. <laughs>
0: Yo, Jaybird, let's hop into it. Try to get real good at it, dude. It's super difficult. Yeah, I'm good. And, but I feel like you can become very awesome at flying, like. But you just have to put in the work to get better. It's like Super Smash Bros, right? Like Super Smash Bros, because of the complexity, you have to pick it up and play a lot again to be good, right? Same thing with Halo. I mean, I refuse to do it with Halo, but with Squadrons, I will learn. <laughs> I've played too much Halo in my life. so I, And also, it makes me mad no one else plays anything else. So when people invite me to Halo, it's on principle now. Never. Never again. Fuck Halo. Although, when we were running around drunk, blowing each other up, that was pretty fun. That was dope. <laughs> it's only- always <laughs> fun. Uh, Super Mario RPG. I uh, just want to spotlight this one. I couldn't beat this video game as a kid. Uh, I got to this one part and my car- characters weren't leveled up enough. So it was a, it's Super Mario, but it's a JRPG. So if you know what that means, Japanese role-playing game. It has that turn-based style system that their RPGs are, are super familiar with. I got to a point, couldn't beat this game. They remade, kind of revamped that game for the Nintendo Switch and See. I can't I usually try not to spend money on a game I played before, but I was like, it's fucking redemption season, baby. <laughs> I, I was yeah. like, I'm I'm getting that win. I'm getting that win. <laughs> and, and
3: now we've bought a bonus man now. Because sure. <laughs> he keeps breaking them because he can't beat that game.
0: Yeah, all right. I've never broken a controller in my life. Mm-hmm. I, that is gospel. My older brother, on the other hand, <laughs> he has broken mm. many a good controllers. uh,
2: sorry sorry Jermaine Uh, thank you I want to thank you right now because uh, I used to live with Eric and uh, I used to watch him play video games and he used to piss me the fuck off because he would put it like on the easiest fucking modes ever I'm like bro how are you challenging yourself he's like I just want to get my character to the highest points and and it was mostly FIFA for like seasons and stuff but I was like dude how are you enjoying that at all like that's not fun (laughs) Like, but do we do this to ourselves? Like make it difficult for us? We're like, oh, God, oh you know, like create that tension. <coughs> I don't like know, man. You, a win is
0: satisfying if you earn it, right? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Nobody's like thrilled after a
2: 70 point blowout. Yeah, sh- yeah, dude, shut up. <laughs> but no, the, thank, you, <laughs> thank you for like letting, like he started, like, I, I see him now. He's like more <laughs> than me now, probably more, more than I am definitely played more video games than I did, but it's kind of nice to see like, he's like, he's challenging himself. Um, did Jedi survivor. I think you did hundred percent of it. Right. And some other games.
3: And there's only, there was only two things that I needed Jermaine to help me with.
2: That, that's <laughs> Insane, bro. That's absolutely insane. Not, not and, a lot of people complete that game. hundred percent.
3: I'm not ashamed. to admit I need help. It was one of those, uh, you know, you go into the, the, the force, uh, you t- it's like, a, you touch the little force thing and then you got to do the mazes. Remember the one with the rings where you had to, like, jump to the other ring? And then the other th- the the laser thing was coming back at you, so you had to jump hella quick?
2: Yeah. And yeah, I could
3: never true. get that part down. So I went up <laughs> to Jermaine, and I was like, look, big fella, you're either going to do this or you're going to die. So he did it, and uh, I 100%ed the game. So thank you for that, Jermaine, because <laughs> uh, I, I was surprised I 100%ed Spider-Man because Jermaine will tell you, the first, like, 10 minutes I played oh. that swing, and, dude, I was bumping into everything – I was falling to the ground. It oh was fucking god my Marvel, god, bro! You so this
0: is like with the flying thing with the spaceships. Eric just needs to get better. He is not any better at swinging as Spider-Man. <laughs> and they have built in they have built in fall protectors, right? So as long as you hit the button, like before shenanigans, is a foot. Your guy is gonna bounce right back. It's it's like almost. It's not dummy proof, but I mean, it's damn near like once you know the buttons, like no shenanigans is happening. Holy fuck! When I tell you, he was literally swinging just above street level for like the first hour and a half because he just could not understand how to get Spider Man up into the sky. And I'm like sitting there, like (laughs) hit this, hit this, hit do this. Why? Like (laughs) (laughs) he ended up getting. He ended up getting really good at it because – uh who was it, Electro or Vulture?
3: In the first one, it's uh, it's uh uh Vulture.
0: Oh, man. Eric gets to – he's fighting Vulture around the prison.
3: I kept bumping into shit, dude. I kept fucking dying because I kept fucking – it was bad, dude. Oh, and I'm not – oh, dude. I love like Assassin's Creed and Hitman – my natural personality comes out in video games. I'm not a patient person. I can't do stealth games. And in Spider-Man, there's a lot of stuff you have to do stealth. You got to use the invisible suit. You got to web people up so you don't make – you don't startle anybody. You got to be uh, – dude, I just – I use, uh, fuck it. And I would just blaze through. But there's levels in Spider-Man where you can't alert anybody or you fail the level. And, dude, with those, it took me time, dude. I, it got to the point where a level that probably take like 10, 15 minutes for normal people took like an hour and a half for me. Because i just be walking around. I would just wait until the perfect opportunity for it to be stealth. I was like, I gotta get better at this, man. Bro, he Eric bought Hitman
0: oh and played one level of it, and he was just like, I don't want to play that game. I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> they they keep trying to get me to do stealth stuff, and I'm like, you're you're a hitman, my guy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm used to it. like narco hitman where you just pull up to the quinceanera and spray everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wow! There's
0: that. There's <laughs> Holy shit! That
2: yeah, man, they respect that. Sicarios respect that. Shit.
3: shit! Look up 2008 Juarez, bro.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So with that being said, anybody else got anything else for video games?
3: No.
2: No, we're good.
0: I think we're yeah, good.
3: Touch them off. Yeah.
0: All right. So we have the very next category. It is. uh Podcasts. This one should be pretty simple, straightforward. Um, Obviously, we'll start from the bottom again. So, uh, Hardcore History uh, got six points. Luigi was tied was fifteenth, tied for thirteenth. You had Flagrant and uh, Art of Manliness with seven points, tied for ninth. You had All Fantasy Everything, the Tim Dillon Experience, Bulls Talk Podcasts, and Spit Chiclets with eight points, Uh, tied for six. You had Soder. New Orleans football, real ones with John Burntall. Revenge of the Pod with nine points. Yo, that's sad. <laughs> 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 Look, the fact the fact of the matter is, we some of us didn't put Room Three or Three or Revenge of the Pod because we thought it was went without saying. So those are obviously our number one and number two podcasts. But because some people did, <laughs> the points <laughs> on this. The of the pod, got nine points. That's
2: it. <laughs> hey, that, that's good points right there. Shout out Nick. I think he use them. that.
0: <laughs> uh, and then t- tied for third, you had Fantasy Footballers, Matt and Chain, Secret Pod, and uh, Variant, the podcast. Coming in at number two, you had New Heights with 19 points. Uh, coming in at number one, you had Room 303 with 20 points. Uh, look, that's shenanigans. <laughs> the shenanigans. It's, it's Room Three Hundred Three and, and Revenge of the Pod. 60 points. That goes without
2: saying. You guys have anything for these uh, podcasts? Um, I really like... Uh, oh, sorry, Eric. I really like New Heights, man. Uh, from, from last year, but I think they're just getting a little bit better with this year. Just kind of... Uh, they're really uh, perfecting their craft and just really talk about like uh, situations that are happening within each game. They really put themselves... In, uh they talk about every game that happened that weekend um I just like a- everything that's going on with them it's just they're 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 on another level right now uh obviously with with the uh, documentary that came out this year with uh, Jason Kelsey which was phenomenal um I know people were like hey it's kind of weird that he's putting a documentary out even though he's hasn't retired yet um he was gonna release this. Cause he was, he was going to retire and he wasn't going to release this movie since he didn't retire, but uh, his production team's like, we actually got something here. So they released that. I do recommend that documentary. Uh, I think it's called Kelsey on Amazon prime, if I'm not mistaken, obviously everything that's going on with Travis and you know, I don't, we don't want to get into that, but uh, they're just doing great, man. And uh, their, their show is very fun to listen to. They always bring in a lot of football players to bring in their perspective of things Probably one of the best episodes uh, was with um, the uh, Julian Edelman and his impersonation of a uh, uh, Coach Belichick, dude, hilarious. And also he did an impersonation of uh, Randy Moss, absolutely fucking hilarious, dude. Um, so and they they're just having fun with it, and like that's kind of what you want from uh, media, right? I mean, why do we listen to podcasts? We're tired of like listening to those media ESPN analysts just talking about certain things. We want to listen to like, what do these characters, what, what do these uh, players feel? with in during the field and outside of the field and how do they relate to it. And they're, they're just their opinion about things. And I think we're kind of growing into that. So I really do love new heights for that fantasy footballers, just cause I love fantasy football. And uh yeah, man, I, I just wanted to highlight new heights and why I like it so much. And I definitely voted for that one.
0: Uh, Luigi.
1: I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't listen to a whole lot of podcasts this year. I, drop the ball on that i put room 303 as my only podcast vote because i was i felt stupid voting for revenge of the pod since it's my own podcast uh (laughs) looking back on it maybe i should have voted for it (laughs) Um, at least number
0: two you know what i mean (laughs)
1: you you can't win if you don't vote for yourself you know that's that's... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, but I I do appreciate someone put hardcore history and art of manliness, those are pretty dope. But I just did this year, I've not had a whole lot of time for podcasts, so
0: that's your excuse for everything. What have you done this year?
3: Listen, listen, (laughs) you know, when they preface it with listen, another bunch of bullshit's coming. (laughs) I only have
1: so much time in the day. We only have so much time in the day. But
0: yet you can't tell me what you do with said time. Very interesting. Anytime
1: before 8.30, I'm with Katya, and she ain't going to listen to my
3: podcast. So. That's true. Got to do what the little lady says, bro.
0: That's not true, bro. You hit play and be like, lost the remote. You're about to learn about the art of manliness, Katya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Just
1: going to walk away and be like, nah. And then I'll find some crazy thing happening in the in the guest room or the bathroom. Be like, "What did you put in the sink?" No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Side note: As a child, I would think I was like six or seven years old. I put all kinds of stuff in the sink. I wanted to be a mad scientist, so I got every bottle that was in the bathroom, and I poured poured it in the sink with the cover down, and tried to make a scientist concoction. Uh, I'm just glad nobody caught me. And then another time I, I flushed a toy down the toilet and I clogged that. So, I'm just trying to I'm trying to avoid my daughter doing the same things. You know what I'm saying? I feel that.
0: What did that toy do to you?
1: I wanted why, to see why? if
2: it
0: was
1: rim, like. <laughs> it wasn't good.
0: I was like, can it make it move? go to the sewers? Oh, boy. Oh, man. Smartness is not a kid's strength, you know?
3: That's how you become you're smart. Learning. You know, you fuck some <laughs> shit up, and you're like, alright let's don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: must have been built in with that knowledge, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> never flushed, never flush no toys. Strapped fireworks to those motherfuckers, though. Oh, a couple
3: times. A couple times. blew okay. some shit up when I was a kid. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, it was usually toys I found in public sandboxes that were already kind of, I was just like, <laughs> Sure, why not? <laughs> Batman didn't make it on time, dude. You know what I mean? The hero doesn't always win.
3: <laughs> so we got blown it. <laughs> real life.
0: Yeah. This is that real life shit, Batman. You remember that crowbar? <laughs> you remember Jason Todd, that crowbar? Yeah, you dropped the ball. This is just that all over again. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to send Bane to your house again, Doug? You want me to send Bane? <laughs> As long as it's Spanish bay, none of this Tom Hardy nonsense.
3: <laughs>
2: I break more than backs.
3: God damn. God damn. Yo, Jason. Just out of nowhere. I break more than backs, ho. Good God, Jason.
0: God damn. Let him know, dude. Let Yo, him know. I've never. Thought, of pocket, right? I've never thought porn stars should have catchphrases
3: until right now it yeah. <laughs> was just name i break more than backs right under parentheses in every scene
1: like right before all the business starts they just turn i break more than backs. just
0: done she
1: said what is
3: this motherfucker gonna do body slap thought i was getting fucked today. <laughs>
0: she, she literally you literally hit the bane on batman backbreaker oh, on that comic cover <laughs>
3: i die laughing. Like some poor kid, you know, getting ready to do this thing, turns on the video. The cap, the thumbnail gets him. Turns it on. Next, you know, thirty seconds into it, he's getting, she's getting body slammed, or whatever that move is on the knee. Like that's fucking, dude. I'd die laughing. I would die
0: laughing. Oh, <laughs> all right. So that wraps up podcast. That's going to go ahead and be the end of part one. Uh, this is going to be coming out Christmas Day. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in, even on the holidays. Uh, We'll be having a nice two-week break, but we'll still be dropping episodes for you to listen to. So this is part one of the 2023 Year in Review. You just heard movies, shows, podcasts, and video games. Not in that order.
2: Do you guys have anything else for the 10s and 10s? Thank you all for listening. It was a great year. Uh, Shout out to the shows. Shout out to all the listeners. And uh, yeah, listen to Room 303. We're going to be uh, what, posting it on both uh, platforms. So uh, listen to us. Check us out on both. Give Like and subscribe, especially on YouTube. Definitely helps us out. Appreciate you guys. Luigi, Eric. Appreciate you guys.
3: We're, we're part two coming uh, shortly.
0: Yep. Part two next week. If you're listening to this the week of Christmas, if you're listening to it at the same time, then ignore this portion. <laughs> <laughs> this portion is no longer necessary for you. <laughs> Uh, Don't forget to check us out on all your uh, streaming platforms. Room 303 for myself and Eric's podcast, Revenge of the Pod uh, by Room 303 for Luigi and Jason's. That's all things pop culture. Uh, You're going to do your shows, your movies, your TV shows, comic books, things like that. For your sports betting needs and what not to bet, you're going to be joining us on Room 303. Uh, We thank you for your time. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Podcast Room 303. Jaybird or Luigi, will you plug your... R O T P socials. Do you know them?
2: Jason? Yeah. It's uh at revenge. <laughs> wow. At revenge of underscore the pod on Instagram. And then, um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's pretty much the same on, on, on all Twitter handles and stuff. So.
0: I, I don't you. think that is, but we're going to go ahead and leave. We're going to leave that <laughs> <No>. off. <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, if we didn't already say that, Merry Christmas. Again, thank you for joining us. We appreciate your time. Uh, we'll see you next time. Or sorry, for myself, Jermaine Mendez, for Luigi Orozco of, of Revenge of the Pod, for Jason Disconero of Revenge of the Pod, and as always with EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.